Hey everyone, Chris here. Uh, this is going to be a solo episode this week because Kim is working and we just didn't have time really to uh, get in the studio with moving and, and, and all of that. I mean, we had no studio. So we, uh, yeah, we're, we're going solo this, this week. Um, and it's going to be audio only. If you want to get caught up on videos, you can absolutely head to YouTube and uh, type in Duck Duck Gray Duke and uh, catch all the videos there. There's still comedy stuff that you can catch up on if you'd like. Otherwise, yeah, this week is just going to be audio. Um, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp.com slash DDGD. Head there to be paired up with any of the 13,000 uh, available counselors. And uh, I know that with the pandemic's kind of ramping back up again, things are just uncertain and scary. And uh, it can be nice to have somebody there uh, at your disposal who has your, your best interests at heart and the education to be able to give you the best advice possible. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash D-D-G-D. This episode is brought to you by cleancause.com. They are an energy drink company. Uh, they make yerba mate, which is basically sparkling tea. And it's delicious. Uh, and the reason why we support them and they support us is because they donate 50% of their profits to sober living scholarships. Uh, for people who are early in recovery. So it's a, it's a really, really positive thing that's available. We've said it a billion times on here, but recovery and treatment is incredibly expensive. If I had to pay for my own stay while I was uh, at the facility that I was at, it would have been around $47,000 if I would have roughed out the whole stay. So it's definitely something worth checking out. And right now you can save 20% off your first purchase by using the promo code TNSAA. That is the acronym for the show. Um, and again, these are, you know, things that we believe in and care about. So we hope you guys uh, will choose to support them as well. It's, it's weird when it's just me because I, I'm used to being able to take a break, catch my breath and all that. Um, but yeah, moving in here uh, was fucking brutal. I had a, uh, a fever, which, I don't know, uh, between messing up my meds over the last little while and apparently... As dumb as it sounds, eating a bunch of hot Cheetos, I screwed up my system somehow, and I don't know. At any rate, I had uh, a, fe a, a fever to low-grade fever pretty much the whole time that we were moving, and it sucked to try and figure shit out and get moved in while I'm feeling like garbage. On top of that, uh, I mean, Trump is not going to be president and obviously I'm excited about that I mean our house is but 
that's half of the country that, I mean, the, Chappelle said it best, which is that the way that um, liberals or Democrats felt when Trump got elected the first time, that, that you know, absolute gut punch that we felt, half of the country is feeling that right now because Trump didn't get reelected. So whatever your opinion is on the matter, the objective truth is that there are, are millions of people hurting right now and we we have to no, nothing will get better if we choose to say fuck you and do the same shit over and over again the same cycle is just going to continue to repeat itself so as good as the win feels maybe just let it be a win and let's move forward and focus on important things um the statistics for substance abuse have gone up suicide rates have gone up uh, because of the pandemic and the pandemic ha- i mean a disease has no political stance or view so it it hits you whether you're the best person or the worst person it doesn't matter and um it affects everybody in different ways. Some people are choosing to try to mask the pain that they're in by hitting substance, hitting alcohol, you know. It's just a lot. And for me, again, because of all of these external things, I'm, I'm lucky with the way that my... Uh, <clears throat> my sobriety journey has gone because I just am too concerned with everything else to be an addict, I guess. It's it's hard to describe, but it's I, I at first I didn't really understand how people could quit cold turkey and have it not be a an issue for them. And to whatever degree that I understand that now is uh, basically just because I've been able to access a part of my brain that I didn't know necessarily that I had, which was that when things are terrible, uh, there's a switch that flips. And because that switch has flipped, I'm able to be a dad. I'm able to be a co <laughs> I'm able to be a coworker. I'm able to all of the things. This is all difficult. Ugh, I wish Kim was back here. I mean, and this is the thing is like sobriety is boring sometimes. I mean, I got to keep going, I guess. So All right, let's try this. Reco- <clears throat> I'm going to read a quote uh about recovery and hopefully this helps drudge something up so that I'm not redundant and bore the shit out of you guys. So recovery is about progression, not perfection, which is insanely applicable, obviously. No addict comes out of treatment a professional by any means. Uh, We come out with enough tools to hopefully continue to do the work, to continue to do research, uh, to try and 
arm ourselves with as much ammunition as possible to shoot down uh, the chances of relapse. It's super difficult, but with the mental health stuff, it's not necessarily at the forefront of recovery. Not only are they not mutually exclusive, they are on the the same side of the street as far as I'm concerned. Like, you hear that a lot, like, uh, keep your side of the street clean, which, yeah, absolutely do that, but I don't think anybody focuses on what is on your side of the street. And, you know, just having a positive outlook on being sober isn't enough. You got to do more. And you're going to grow resentful of the program, whether it's AA, Smart Recovery, whatever. You're going to grow resentful of that stuff if you think that's all you need to be sober. You got to take a look at how you feel, how you're able to manage your day. And if simply being sober isn't working and following the steps isn't working, you may have some mental health stuff going on as well. And it doesn't hurt to look into that. It doesn't mean that you're crazy. Mental health is such a broad term. There's so many different things that with a little work, can start to make a huge difference. Like for me with my hypomania, like things were getting better, but I was still getting um, unbelievably frustrated and not understanding why people didn't just believe me at face value or understand my intention and why I couldn't, you know, say these what I found to be prolific things and take them as like something to be taken seriously. And it's because when you have any type of uh, behavioral disorder, uh, words have way more weight. Body language, like all of these things have weight in a way that you think about how somebody, uh, reacts poorly to a text that you sent them what do you want for dinner and you respond with I don't care to you it might sound like I don't care it's not like as in passive I it doesn't really matter to me not in an aggressive way but whoever reads that could take that a bunch of different ways so for somebody who struggles with like manic stuff and codependency issues uh Every Everything has the potential to be life-changing and there's cosmic meaning and it's just all of this shit that like the second that I figured out how it affects my mental health and like what it really means to like how I function on a day-to-day basis, it it made my recovery a little bit easier and... It was again. It wasn't a huge thing. If anything, it made things less. Um, I don't know. Dramatic seems like a weird word for it. But um, so sobriety, it's it's not going to be like an epic or extravagant, monumental thing every single day. Sometimes it's going to be boring and 
you should be able to find comfort in that rather than thinking that you're missing something. Because I didn't learn something today means that I'm I'm slipping up or something. Like sometimes just having a normal day is a triumph, is something to be proud of. And I think that it goes along with discovery too is not always epic and grandiose and and all these things sometimes you just want to be you and that's all that looking into your mental health can do too is just make things level that way you're able to handle all the shit that comes your way driving by a liquor store without looking or having an intrusive thought like it's really normal things that can make for a pretty incredible existence overall. And when you're not worrying about those things, when those things don't have any real estate in your mind, then there's room for all of the incredible things that you do want to have happen, whether it's education, art, or, like I said, just normal mundane things and and not feeling frantic about all of that stuff. I gotta be honest, man. I'm struggling to figure out what to to do. Let's read another quote. I think another thing in recovery that people overlook or like overcomplicate is that there's the is that rock bottom is going to be this really dramatic, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy thing. Like there was a, a doctor that I was in treatment with that was just. He saw that his drinking had gotten really out of, to him, what was out of hand. And he was afraid that he was going to drink and then go to work. And that was it. So just the thought that I might drink and go to work didn't even happen. Just the thought experiment was enough to spook him and put him into treatment. So it can be very uneventful. But then sobriety can be very eventful and helpful and still uh, make it worthwhile. I know you're tired. I know you feel like giving up, but you're not going to. You know why? Because you are strong. And when you've survived through all the shit your addiction has put you through, you can survive recovery. I'm not really one for quotes. So it's weird that I'm doing this, but that one seems pretty real world applicable. And, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what else to say, guys. It's a weird week. Hopefully next week we'll, we'll have something a little more structured again. And uh, you won't have to listen to me try to figure shit out for, 20 minutes or whatever. So this will be a shorter episode, but uh, as always, if you would like to be featured on the show, you can do so by uh, emailing duckduckgrayduke at gmail.com or you can message the Facebook page or you can join the Facebook group, which is the Not So Anonymous Alcoholic group on Facebook. Um, Otherwise, yeah, duckduckgrayduke on all the things including duckduckgrayduke at gmail.com, which I'm pretty sure I already said. But if you want to be featured and you want to be anonymous, you can absolutely do that. Uh, 
calling is probably the way that we're going to go towards because everything is so crazy out there. And as always, support the podcast by supporting your mental health with betterhelp.com slash ddgd. And share these episodes, subscribe, makes a pretty big difference. Um, and yeah, I think that's all I got. And with that, I we will pass. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to pass. <laughs>